Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to the weekly movie show with the boys Connor. Hello. And Benny. Hello there. Oh, it sounded... uh. A little bit laborious, Benny. Yeah, I'm, I'm just so sick of doing this show. <laughs> if, if it weren't for the massive paychecks, I wouldn't be here every week. And now we're live streaming, so more of a burden on you. Yep. So yeah, guys. You really dressed up for the occasion. <laughs> yep. yeah, I'm, in my, I'm, in, I'm in the Sunday best. Uh, yeah, for our regular listeners, we're live streaming this week on YouTube, and we're going to make this a more regular thing, so that is very, very exciting. But yeah, we've got a massive show this week talking about all the Super Bowl trailers, including Solo which I am very excited to talk about. Hugely, yeah. Also, with live streaming, it also gives us the unique opportunity to ask the audience about how much like John Cusack you actually look like. Oh, tell us, people. You'll also be able to see the uh, death stares Connor and I throw each other every other minute. <laughs> I feel like so much of the subtlety of our interaction is lost <laughs> without seeing no more just like the eye rolls. The, the, curtain, just like, <laughs> the curtain has been lifted. Uh, but yeah, a quick announcement from the podcast strikes back. Next week, we're going to be emceeing uh, Black Panther at the Ritz Cinema in Sydney. So if you live in Sydney, come on down, say hey. Uh, I think we're all very excited to see Black Panther. Finally. If you don't live in Sydney, fly over. Come say hey. Why not? I, I won't say it's worth it, but we will give you a it. hug. Uh, so I, uh, I'm on the record as not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but <laughs> but you've never hugged well. anyone, so <laughs> no, not into it. So yeah, um, come on down. 7 p.m. screening. Uh, it's going to be a good time. And uh, also to wet everyone's whistle a little bit, there could be something pretty big uh, for us in the pipeline. So. Uh, Stay tuned. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I can't say more than that. It's a bit of a tease, but I'll, I'll, just, we'll give you one, I'll just give you one hint: Infinity War cameo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the announcements, guys. What's everyone been watching this week? Right. So to continue on from the Black Panther screen that we're doing on, I believe it is Wednesday. Um, I'm introducing someone to the MCU. Um, I think that they've watched maybe one film one captain america film maybe the second one which i feel is a disappointment because i don't think you should start on that one it's like one of the best ones okay, you, you gotta start on episode <laughs> one don't you? um anyway so we um, oh you gotta start at the beginning dude yeah so this was um this is uh, i think on tuesday or wednesday that that she was like oh yeah i'd like to i'd like to see the the podcast track backs do the um black panther one i was like oh so we've got a week to get you up to speed so we um we just finished phase one um, so on that's Friday. Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, <laughs> Thor, Avengers. That it's is what phase one films. is. Yes, uh, there's six films. Uh, Iron I, Man two as well. Yes. Iron Man two, I yes. admittedly did not watch Hulk for a couple of reasons. One, it's just it's actually no one reason. It's it's not the greatest film. It's not relevant. You know, you can watch Avengers and none of that plays any part. It's a different actor for fuck's sake. I've actually never seen it. Well, so. it's not very good, but but you know you of course say you can't watch Phase One uh, if you didn't watch. I, it I've watched Phase it One. It's part of Phase One. It's well, <laughs> but she has She hasn't watched Phase One. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. So we we <laughs> we've done five movies so far in like three days. Blasted through them. Uh Yeah. It's it's. What it's, was the highlight from a, a new newcomer? Like, what was the one that really? It's hard to. Oh, I don't know. Okay. She hated it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, um, can, you, can you stop so, showing me yeah. these damn movies? <laughs> so sick of this guy. <laughs> And there was, um, you you know what I was, because I haven't seen Iron Man 1 and 2 in ages. Um, I was really impressed with how Iron Man 1 stood up. Like, obviously, it's nowhere near 
the level of of kind of uh, CGI or anything like that now. But considering that's a movie that was made ten years ago, it holds up spectacularly well. It's a great um, origin story, man. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really interesting to see how how seamless it fits into the overall universe. Because you can imagine when they first started, I was reading a little bit about it, um, you know, with uh, the kind of intentions of, um, now I can't think of the director's name. Fuck. John, John Favreau. Favreau. John Favreau, thank you. The intentions of him, like chucking little kind of scenes here and there and like the after credit scenes as yeah, more of an opportunity. But like there was no big plan for it, for the MCU like as a shared universe. You know, there might be some, you it's know, just, kind let's of throw all the shit at the wall and see what sticks. Exactly. And and the fact that it, it it's very much know, a part of phase 1. <laughs> yeah. And and you imagine that that would mean that if going back to it you'd be like, "Well, that's not right. They changed that." But they kept like it it fits into the continuity brilliantly. Yeah, I love that, man. It's just like instead of planning it all out like DC have done, it's like, "Let's get this shit going and we'll learn as we go." And I think that's what. But Marvel's they also done. started like there's two parts of that. They, they they just they started, but they also started small. Yeah, exactly. Iron Man is a yeah, very much yeah. a, a very contained story. So is Thor. Yeah. So is like they they're all. Yeah. But yeah, that sounds fun, man. So you're going to be able to get up to uh, Black Panther by so, by next Wednesday, that, and it's Saturday okay, yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there, there's a couple that by necessity <laughs> we will not be watching. Yep. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, you're gonna miss Both those. Both of those are giving a miss because yep. you can watch those at any point throughout them, throughout this chronological, uh, you yeah. know, this anthology, whatever. Yeah, you they're running it. parallel. Yep. And it doesn't, it, it, until you hit Infinity War, it just doesn't matter. Mm. Um, I was tempted to also do the same with Doctor Strange and Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok, partially because I don't even think it's out yet. Um, no, it should be soon. Yeah, I think it's like March 6th. Um, and then uh, Doctor Strange, because again, a very contained story. It feels like it almost belongs in phase one um, and then ha- holds no relevance to Civil War or, you know, possibly Black Panther. I'd like to get through them all, but those are the ones that, if need be, you're in action. It is funny with Black Panther. It's like, oh, this is a very standalone movie. You've just got to watch, I guess, Civil War. It's like, oh, well, if you watch Civil War, you've got to watch... Pretty much everything. Well, that, and that was the thing, like, because, you know, she's like, well, can I just watch the one where he first appears? And I was like, well, yeah, but you're not going to understand anything. You have to watch the entirety of phase one. You apart idiot. From the, <laughs> apart from Incredible Hulk, you have to watch at least uh, the second Avengers. Um, if you want to watch Winter War, Soldier, you've got to watch Incredible Hulk. You've got to watch got Winter Ball Soldier. You've got to, <laughs> you're not actually wrong about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's 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 been a wild ride. It's been really good, kind of going back and exploring it. I I had planned to watch them all again this year before Infinity War. This is just up to my timeline a little bit. Um, so yeah, that's been that's been wild. That sounds good. Yeah, Benny, that was, that was epic. Um, I. Uh, so we'll talk about this later in news um, about the Cloverfield Paradox yep. um, surprise release. I watched that um, just about the minute it was available because I had work that night. So like I had to get it on or, or wasn't going to see yep. it. So I chucked it right on. Um, so I I got to watch this movie before any word was out about it. No one knew anything really yep. apart from that trailer that had come out. And um, yeah, that was a really interesting experience because you never really get that really coming in blind like you can not watch trailers and not read reviews but you still t- kind of get a get a 
you know, Vibe. whispers. Yeah, you get wind. Twitter tweets or yeah, yeah, there's yeah. some little tidbit that, yeah. about you it. You have to truly be kind of a hermit Cut yourself off, yeah. To, to not at least get a vibe of, yeah. of what this film is. Yeah. And I. Uh, so yeah. you went in with no prejudice. At Absolutely. All. And I, I love being able to do that. I wish I'd been able to do it for a movie that was any good, though, because it was, it was bad. It really? Was, it was real bad. It looks like maybe production design and budgeting was an issue with this, just from what I've seen of it. So mm-hmm. I haven't seen the full thing. Is that the, no? The issue is that it seems like they were making three different movies, and they, I don't know, different departments didn't realize it. Um, it, it is so cobbled together. It's got a really intriguing first like third. It's very like um, kind of a more slick event horizon um, with like some Solaris or something, um, and just some some wacky sci-fi goofy horror shit going on and it just none of it ties together whatsoever because you're watching the first third and you're like man this is wild how are they gonna reconcile all of this and then you're like oh they're just not ever at all gonna do any of that and then there's just like this weird tie into the first cloverfield movie kind of runs through and and <laughs> gets through at the end and it's do like you think, do you think fuck so you're gonna have to remind me was the original plan for this film to be within the cloverfield universe or was it like 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 10 cloverfield lane it was a standalone film that uh jj abrams and bad the... robot picked up and like let's okay. retrofit this into the cloverfield okay. so do you feel like that, that might have played universe. a part in it i don't look the worst this call and response thing we're doing <laughs> yeah the the I don't think this movie would have been good anyway. I don't think J.J. Abrams ruined this. Like, I feel like there's parts that are strong are strong on their own. It, it, it's it's such a weird mishmash of a movie. Um, amazing cast, though. I can't believe how good the cast is. It's got uh, David Oyelowo, um, Gugu and Bartha Raw, uh, Chris O'Dowd. Um, yeah, Chris got, O'Dowd, yeah. Yeah, just a bunch of, like, really cool actors who are Who's like, the main guy, the Civil War guy? Um, uh, what? European actor. Isn't he in it? Who? The Civil War bad guy. Oh yeah, Daniel Brühl. Yeah. Daniel Brühl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I fucking love that guy. He's great. Like, these are some of the most credible actors working, and Chris O'Dowd. And it's <laughs> like, what? How did they all sign on to this? There must have been some point where this was like a really sick project, but I don't know. I just can't see that having been the case. Um, yeah. Anyway, don't watch it. <laughs> Damn. Now you might get something out of the joke. I think you I like Event Horizon. I love Event Horizon. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my faves. That movie comes together better than this one, though. Okay. <laughs> it's got uh, Sam Neill going insane. Yeah. You, George. This week, uh, chucked on some horrors. Did you? You lovely fellows came over the other evening and we watched uh, Conjuring 2. We mm-hmm. did. Um, and I also, early in the week, uh, watched Insidious 2. So I watched both the James Wan sequels. And uh, yeah, I'd seen Conjuring 2 before. You guys hadn't. Yeah. Um, I think everyone had a good time with it. Uh, I was a little really bit lengthy, a little bit lengthy from what Very you guys long. said. Mm. Uh, I didn't. I found like it whizzed by like that. But it's a two-hour, fifteen movie or so, and for a horror, that's quite long. That's huge. That's epic. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I really loved that, and um, I love the the story with that film about how the creature, the nun, wasn't quite figured out until later on. They did reshoots, and they figured that creature out uh, after the main photography had been done. I think that's a really cool story, and I love that kind of stuff. Only because it worked out. That's Only because it worked 99% out. Ninety-nine percent of the time, that's a sign of a exactly. That is not a good roadmap for how to make films. No, it's actually no. exactly what happened with Cloverfield Paradox, from what I understand. Oh, really? They hadn't worked out the connection while they were making it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I, I love that it worked in this, mm. and uh, in James One, we trust. Um, and I've got to say, Insidious Two, man, that's a scary movie. Mm. Like that really has some terrifying moments in it. 
Really? Um, a lot scarier than number one, I think. But That's what scary. I, I don't remember the first one being like crazy scary. First one wasn't. I mean, it's the first like one half was the Darth Maul behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty point. damn scary. The first, like well, the, the first cinema, half is is, is quite is quite scary. The second half is ridiculous. At best. I love the second half. Yeah, you, I love the further. And this is something that we've always talked about. I find the further to be such a departure from, um, the the first half that it just kind of jars me a bit. Like it just. Oh really? It's not scary. And I don't like it when horror – like it's such a trope for a horror film to to die off on the second half. Um, I didn't feel like that. it did that at all. Did you find any scary moments in the second yeah, half of heaps. Insidious 1? Uh, yeah, like heaps when, he, when she, he sees the family in the living room and they're all fucked up. Like mm. that's scary, man. That's it's, some scary it's, stuff. Yeah. And Insidious 2, uh, you know, I, I don't remember being – because it was probably about a year or two ago that I saw it. I don't remember it being hugely scary, but what I do remember is it being one of the best sequels I've ever seen yep. simply because it fits so perfectly. Like dovetails right oh, into that first one. It just it 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 blew my mind when I was watching that how well that they kind of connected. Very elegantly. Well, guys, let's get into the news and then trailers in a little bit. I'm very excited to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So um, we've got to get through the news first. Um, and first on our list is Joaquin Phoenix is in talks to... Um, what? Joaquin. <laughs> you practiced it. I didn't say Joaquin. You did. You literally just said Joaquin. It's going out live. Are Coming you, at you are live. You, are you joking with us, mate? Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix oh. is in talks to star for the Joker origin film. So we're talking about Joaquin Phoenix, if anyone's curious. <laughs> I, literally, I was seeing uh, Joaquin Phoenix the entire time before. He actually like, was. He's insane. <laughs> literally, I was like, I just, don't fuck it up, Connor. He's like, yeah, fuck you. He's the most um, eloquent, well-spoken person <laughs> off the pod. <laughs> you put a mic in front of me and just like turn into a kindergartner. The names, man. The names. Names get me, man. I can't remember names. I can't pronounce names. It's terrible. But yeah, yeah so Joaquin coming in, Joker origin story, like... What's happening with Jared Leto? What's happening well, they're with... they're still working on... Um, Suicide Squad 2. Jared, well, that too, and a Jared Leto and... Harley Quinn. Um, Harley Quinn Cause, one. Because so, this is like the, the DC premiere line of like non-continuity <sighs> movies. This is a Scorsese-produced one right. that we talked about a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, How bizarre is that? Leo DiCaprio was like, that's who they were like kind of aiming for. And I, it sounds like if they lock... Fucking Joaquin down. That's a step up, I reckon. Yeah. What an awesome casting choice for the Joker he would be. Todd Phillips uh, less so as a director, but... I'm just so conflicted by this, because on the one hand, I don't feel as though I have any desire to see a Joker origin film. Um, It's just it's just not... It, it It's not... If I think about the DC and what I'd like to see, that's not at the top of my list. Um, And then beyond that, the fact that we already have a Joker in a current continuity in the DC just makes it feel all the more stranger. A Joker that is universally hated, um, which is impressive for a character that is among their most popular. Yeah. Um, mm. Like in terms of like the kind of fan crowd, he's probably just right there next to Batman. Damaged. I <laughs> see damaged. So yeah, I, I, this makes sense as I'm trying to redeem the character, I guess. I'm just trying to make him marketable again. Because they had it so good with Heath, and then yeah, I I didn't hate Leto, but the rest of the world certainly did. So, yeah, see, I didn't. I out of all of the, the movie the sucked, just 
terrible decisions of that film. I thought that that was kind of somewhere a middling, in the middle. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't. It wasn't their greatest moment, but it certainly wasn't. Um, I think deserving of the vitriol that it has yeah. incurred. Um, I mean, the tattoos are pretty bad. Yeah, the tattoos are bad, and, and I'm just like, I don't hate. I hate pretty much all the choices they made with him. I don't hate Leto in the role so much. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you guys uh, in terms of how does this all fit together? Because in one regard, I'm like, nothing's working in DC for me right now. Let's fucking get this going. You know, see what sticks. And from another perspective, I'm like. I want this to kind of work out. I want to get to know these characters more. Like we've just got this interpretation of the Joker. Like, are we just, that. are we just gonna, you know, like, is that Harley Quinn movie? I'm, I'm not convinced that that Harley Quinn Joker movie will happen. Uh, you know, I'm not oh. convinced this will happen. Requa uh, and Fakara are attached to the directors of crazy, stupid love. So that one is supposedly going ahead, but. I mean, we'll as much as anything is going ahead in the DC We've universe. seen how many times DC have announced a slate of films and then they just haven't happened. Yeah. So, like, I wanted to kind of get to know the next version of the Joker rather than just, like, have 15 different Jokers in a decade. I think I'd rather go with them doing standalone stuff like they do with their animated movies, like, not yeah. all set in the same universe. Because at this point, they've shown they can't do it. I say throw it all under the bus. Mm. Let's see Aquaman bomb then we'll get another Wonder Woman and then just like, let's start doing weird shit again. Yeah. Cause then we can make, you know, then they can make like a kingdom come movie or a red sun or something. And just instead of having to be like, they've shown continuity is not that strong. So yeah. Yeah. Well, Keen Phoenix though. Awesome. Get, he was very nearly signed onto the role of Dr. Strange, which he would have been um, really great at. I'm sure that would have been awesome. Yeah. Um, Do you think he could have pulled that off? He would have done yeah. a much better American accent. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> yes. But, in terms of just the look um, and the he feel looks of the perfect. character, he's absolutely spot on. He looks better than Benedict. Benedict Cumberbatch is a bit of a reptile, so he looks good in the role. But I, I reckon McKean would have been spot on. Yeah, he would have been great. When I'm the stories were imagine. going on about him, they had a kind of a, a specific image from the comics that they would use that looked exactly like McKean Phoenix. Really, like it was made you know years ago, but it's okay. spot on. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I like I love Joaquin Phoenix in this, but uh, you know, DC, you've just let me down so many times. I'm gonna just when it happens, it happens. I'd love yeah. to see like a really dark, like ominous trailer, and it's like from the director of Old School, <laughs> <laughs> the Hangover trilogy. Yeah, Todd Phillips, strange choice. Uh, uh, he could probably he's, he's, is it at this point? Is anything DC does strange? Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a good question. I wouldn't be surprised and, if he had it in him. War Dogs was really cool. Yeah. And let's be honest, he'll, oh, get, yeah, he'll get to finish maybe half the film before they boot him <laughs> and they put another yeah. director in there. And so. Ron Howard will come in. Yeah, yeah it's so not it's... Lucasfilm, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, our next story is uh, Marvel Studios celebrates its 10th year anniversary, or the MCU anniversary, um, with a big class photo. So this is a, I think Variety did a, a spread um, short little video that was pretty cool and and uh, a big photo of uh, a lot of the major players in the last 17 films. Yeah, there's like, what, 80 or so people there? It's crazy, isn't it? It it begins to kind of like cement in at least my mind how big this universe is. And, and not only that, but how much of a task Infinity War must be to just even conceptualize. Yeah, you know, like most of the actors on that stage are in that movie, which is Yeah, nuts. oh, that's just crazy. ridiculous. But yeah, so I mean, they, they've got like just absolutely everyone in this photo. It's a great photo. You really have to zoom in to see everyone on your phone. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, yeah, it's like such a big photo that it seems like there were different 
directors on different sides because like Paul Rudd's like smiling happily and then other people look super serious. It's like It looks like the- they were just allowed to do whatever pose yeah. they deemed fit. Like there doesn't seem to be any kind of single direction for the photo, which I kind of love. Were, wanted, they, were oh, they all there or did they green screen this? They were all there. We saw it on um, Twitter a few months ago, kind okay, of a big wow. gathering. Wow, the, um, wow, wow. There's a, a short video that Marvel put out of them all like meeting each other and talking about how everyone's fanboying over like, because you'd, you'd think a lot of these people wouldn't have met each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're just not involved in the same movies. So it was really Even cool. Even the ones that, who are sometimes. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, Josh Brolin probably hasn't met a single one of them. Um, yeah, probably. But like he wasn't there, so yeah, he probably oh, yeah, hasn't. Yeah, that's right. Um, but uh, I, I just think it's it's so wild um, the idea of them, you know, like th- that it's so big that you have. It looks like they have got half of Hollywood there. Yeah, there's some big hitters there, man. Mm. And it's it's kind of you're so kind of distracted by it. You sometimes don't notice who's not there. Like I'd like to run through some of the people who actually weren't yeah. there. Some of the the major players. It's um. A lot of the villains are not there at all. Like you've got Crossbones there, but you don't have oh, you don't have Jeff Bridges, Mickey Rourke, Sam Rockwell, uh, Michael Keaton, Kate Blanchett, Mads Mikkelsen, Andy Serkis, Daniel Brühl, Tom Hiddleston. Wow, there. Um, I did I did not notice Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, That's yeah. devastating. And um, Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis not there. Um, Kenneth Branagh, director of Thor, not there. Natalie Portman, of course. <laughs> Not there. Stellan Skarsgård, I was surprised at. He's a big part of it. Um, obviously, Ed Norton and Terrence Howard recast during um, phase one. Yeah. Bad blood there, I'm sure. So they weren't there. Uh, Guy Pierce, Ben Kingsley, another couple of bad guys. Robert Redford, James Spader. So many bad guys not there. Um, Hugo wow, so Weaving. There was, there was a Stanley lot of people got crossbones. <laughs> Every other villain. Uh, Marissa Tomei. Bradley Cooper wasn't there. Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Um, and the big one I found, which I believe this was a scheduling thing, Clark Gregg. Uh, Agent Coulson. Yeah, I saw was that. Was not there, which was a real bummer. I thought. I mean, if if you think about how many, there's, what we said about eighty odd people in the photo. Mm. Um, so I mean, to, what just to just to get eighty people with those kind of schedules yeah. in one room crazy. for a day crazy. is crazy on its own. Yeah, like that's absurd. These are some of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah, like I, that's why I thought it had to be green screen. Because mm. I was like, how do you schedule this? No, because like, if it was green screen, they'd have been able to get everyone then. I yeah. like that they had Alan Taylor there, though, director of Thor 2. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cool that they brought him in. Um, and like Vin Diesel was... <laughs> What's Vin Diesel? Like, he's never seen any of these people yeah. before. <laughs> he's just been in um, a voice booth for like an hour. I am grouped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, thought it was, I thought it was really cool. Um, I love the video. I, I just, I highly recommend checking the video yeah. out is that on the marvel um facebook page uh i believe so yeah and it, it's literally like two minutes um but it's just some really nice kind of uplifting little interviews yeah nice all right we all happy with that happy i think we got one more newsy uh yeah so ben you mentioned this before but the the cloverfield paradox officially announced during the super bowl uh, and was released on netflix directly after the game yeah, cool. um, rumors. Some would uh, say dumped on Netflix. I, I, I have a really, feeling that that's in exactly a really high-profile way. <laughs> I'm confused about why they did it like that. That just seems so. After, after seeing the movie, do you get it? Like, does it all make sense? Like, why Paramount dumped this? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, it would have bombed so yeah. hard in no, cinemas. I, yeah. I get why Paramount dumped it. I don't understand why Netflix accepted it because Netflix is critic-proof, um, as we just saw with Bright, which did amazingly yeah, well for them true. and was roundly derided by critics um yeah apparently netflix played paid 50 bucks for this which is um a bloody sweet deal for 
the the company made it because fifty million, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, fifty million. I don't, I don't think fifty <laughs> bucks. bucks. That would have like, been about right there. That's what I would have paid for. I it. was <laughs> like, you, you guys just please take this. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take anything. Um, yeah, I think that's more than it would have made in cinemas for sure. Yeah, um, no one would have gave a crap about this. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm cool. Thanks. I'm I'm going to watch this. I'm pumped for this for some reason. And and you know, as you said, critic proof. Like, well, it it's just going it on that. <laughs> no, just going sure. on that thread of critics. Like, Bright got shredded to pieces, and I didn't think it was as bad as what everyone said. I it mentioned wasn't. that a few weeks ago on the podcast when when it came out. And uh, so when I see all this stuff with Cloverfield, I'll take it with a grain of salt and, well, and, and see what I because I'll probably get a lot out of this, as you said. Massive event horizon fan. Really you know, bad taste in films. Just an awful <laughs> human being. Yeah. It's right up my alley. Yeah. But yeah. I think one of the things that happened with Bright is that I think a lot of critics um have previously disdained uh, at the idea of Netflix getting into films and, and original content and all that. I don't think that um the kind of mainstream movie machine likes that to begin with. So I think that there's a lot of negativity around that yeah. right off the get-go. Yeah. Um, so I think that influences that um, a little bit. Can we just quickly... Sorry, Benny, you go. I can confirm with this one that this is... That's definitely not been an influence. This movie just sucks. Um, yeah. But there's been... A, there's, there has been... It's clearly worked out for Netflix a bit, I think, because there's been a bit of... You know, the initial reaction was very negative. So now everyone is watching it for free because it's just on Netflix. Just chuck it on. Uh, they're like, oh, it's not as bad as everyone said. So yeah. it's it's bounced back perfectly for Netflix. Yeah. Because I watched it initially when it was like, oh, I'm watching Cloverfield 3. This should be awesome. Right. You know, advertised during the Super Bowl, big worldwide release, really cool. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is not good at all. Yeah. Okay. But everyone else is coming at it like, oh, this has got 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see what it's like. And yeah. like, yeah, that was all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Whereas if you paid for a movie ticket, you'd probably be pretty pissed. Wild. One thing I really want to quickly touch upon is some reviews for um, Annihilation have come out this week, which is mm. another Netflix um, sci-fi movie. Alex Garland, who did... Uh, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Um, this is getting outstanding reviews. I don't want to get too hyped up. But yeah, this no. guy is a fantastic filmmaker. That's Natalie Portman? Yeah. yeah. In the jungle with the weird... Um, Force field kind of thing. Production design on that, at least from what we saw from the trailer, looks really, really stellar. I am so excited for that. I think it's late Feb that's coming out mm. in sort of a couple weeks' time. I'm down for it. His last film was well and truly in the running for uh, like top of my last 10 years of movies. Like, which was his last one? Ex Machina. Yeah. yeah. And he also was involved with um, Dread, which was fantastic. Mm. Yeah, what, a, what an awesome film. And he also did, um, what was that one he did with Kira Knightley? <clears throat> um, and it's like the kids, uh, it's like an alternate future. We're live, George. The kids, um, they like grown up to get harvested their organs. Um, Never Let Me Go or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very was, interesting sci-fi movie. Did What did he write that, did he? Yeah, I think so. It's Mark Romanek directed it. Yeah, I th- he was involved in some shape or form, I believe. Yeah, cool. Well, um, cool. But speaking of Netflix burying things, they they really apparently kind of screwed over uh, Altered Carbon with the Cloverfield release. Oh. So sort of the same. Did any of you guys watch that at all? Um, no, I've he- I've heard a lot of mixed things about it though. Mm. Um, from people that it looks have. sick, but but yeah, they kind of really overshadowed it with this other big sci-fi release on the. Yeah, Joel Kinnaman yeah. really pissed. Um, <laughs> I think he's always pissed looking at him. 
Yeah, it is certainly still something I want to have a look at, though. Mm. Um, so it's in the running. Hey, George, what's the time? It's trailer time, oh! bitches. So um, everyone, hold on for a little bit longer to get to the solo trailer. We're going to talk about that in Georgia Star Wars Corner. Yeah. But we have more than enough trailers to go through um, up until then. Got so eight with us. trailers. Eight, yeah, it's crazy. Um, so without any further ado, let's get right into it. The first one is the Untitled Deadpool sequel, which, as you mentioned, Ben, um, I think earlier this week, you hope is the actual title of the film. Yeah, because they're not marketing it as Deadpool 2 yeah. at this point. So yeah, that'd be fucking awesome I love if that. that's the actual I title. Love that. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Um, Good little gag here with uh, Josh Brolin's uh, arm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the the trailer is as you know, as is all of them. A little bit fourth wall breaking. Um, very not so wacky standard. and irreverent. Yeah, yeah. And um, which is something that I really love. I thought that that was um, it's consistent with the marketing so far. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just yeah. jump right in and say I didn't find this trailer funny at all. Um, but I thought it was gorgeous and looks really cool. Yeah. So hopefully um, it, the charm just isn't translating into this trailer it, for the it, first film. I but. think the, the, the tone of this trailer was a lot more serious than the last one, um, obviously, like the Bob Ross painting one. Um, equally as gorgeous. But I, I did. I don't know if the tone was more serious. It was like him doing a Toy Story I reenactment. Loved that. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, not serious. Oh no! I mean, like after that, but like <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, the, the overall half, yeah. the overall tone of it. Yeah. You know, if you were to take the the sum, um, the would, net tone, the, the, the net sum of the tune um, <laughs> was overall more serious because you know there was a lot more action. It was a lot more kind of. We well, saw you saw a lot more movie footage rather than yeah. these little gags that they do yeah. for most of the trailers. We saw um, Terry Crews as well, who I don't think had been announced as being in this film. Yeah, yeah, he, that, that, that took me just out cropped of, up. Yeah, it's awesome. Which I'm, I'm hundred percent down for. Anytime Terry Crews is so in anything, cool. people are pretty sure he's playing um, G.W. Bridge, George Washington Bridge. Um, but I think it would be fucking awesome if he was just playing Terry Crews because, like, Wade really likes Terry Crews or something. It's like, <laughs> hey man, can you help me out? <laughs> and he plays Terry in Brooklyn Nine Nine. So let's just just call him Terry Crews, man. In every uh, every, every role. role that he does from he's here on, Terry in, Crews. he is just Terry Crews. Uh, one thing I will say is I agree with you, Benny. I didn't find this as funny, but on the second viewing, I really got into it mm. because I think the first, I just found the jokes didn't land on the first viewing, but once I, w- I kind of internalized them and knew what to expect, mm. the jokes worked a lot better. I love the mustache joke. Oh, there's a, there's a lot of really subtle digs yeah. at, at, um, well, there's two Thanos references in it. Yeah. Which is yeah. good. He says, Fine, I'll, I'll do, do it, it myself. myself. And then he references the Infinity Stones and yeah. his balls. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. But as uh, as we've all said, this is looking beautiful in mm. terms of the look yeah, and cinematography. Yeah, it's so gorgeous. It looks like such a step up from the first one. Negasonic Teenage Warhead looks awesome in that like one second clip we get of her. And uh, Domino? Yeah. Fuck yes. Looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, look, I'm, I'm really excited for this. Not long. I... A few more months. Yeah, if they could just keep bumping it up, that'd yeah. be awesome. <laughs> Faster I get to this, the, the better. Because yeah. I mean, you know what this is, is sort of starting to sort of starting to feel like is uh, like we're getting four MCU films, almost. Oh yeah, yeah. This year, yeah, yeah. I can see where you're going. I kind that. of, I kind of put this in the same category at the moment, just because it's I'm I'm that excited for it. Yeah. 
Set MCU echelon. Mm-hmm. Speaking of MCU, but not, uh, we got our it? first, uh, <laughs> or is it? You never know. Uh, we got our first uh, Venom trailer. Quite underwhelming, I felt. It's this is very much a, a a teaser trailer. Yeah, like it's it. You don't see Venom, but just very generic city shots and this this trailer labs, is getting savaged. Yeah, it was by, just, so there's there's two camps on this one. There's the Venom fans who are like, "What the fuck? Where's Venom? What are they doing?" Yeah, and then there's the all the rest of the people who hate Venom and have always hated Venom. Like Venom's a stupid character. Why are they making a Venom movie? Um, so people are angry. Yeah, and they're not happy. Yeah, I I really like this trailer. I don't know. I woke up one morning. I was I went to bed the night before and I knew it was coming. I'm like, I'm really excited to see the Venom trailer in the morning. I woke up and watched it. I'm like, I thought that was really cool. I don't know. It was just like Tom Hardy. The cast is so strong, and like Tom, yeah. Tom Hardy is such a such a credible actor. Is just did like, you did you find his American accent off? I no. love it. He, that's the accent he used in the drop. Um, it's like a, it's like a like Queens a, or a Brooklyn or I don't know. Yeah, know yeah, some a New York, some kind of, kind of New York. I didn't accent. realize it was him the first time I watched the trailer. I didn't know it was him doing the voiceover. But um, do you know I, what I did notice though? He has a very distinctive walk, like incredibly. He hunches. Oh right, and it's it's like. It's a Tom Hardy I've, walk. It is a Tom Hardy walk. It's really he's about five foot two, and he wants to look like a big man. Yeah, <laughs> um, he is a big man though. I watched no, another version. Five foot I watched well, another version of this trailer where they put Bane's voice over the top, yeah, and I was it. like, "This is so much better. <laughs> this is so much better." Yeah, I, I really like this as a teaser trailer. Everyone's like, "Why didn't we see Venom?" I'm like, "Why would you see Venom in the teaser trailer?" Um, look, I'm yeah. okay with without seeing Venom in it. I just there just wasn't much to this trailer. Yeah, there wasn't. Without. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm only defending it so hard because I'm the only one defending it in the world, I think. But I I just like the, the voiceover and how he's talking about like trauma and how he's changed and the demons and then at the end it's just got that face. I'm like, this actually looks like it might be an interesting direction for them to take this film, which up to this point I've had not much interest in. It's definitely not... It's def- I'm definitely not worried about Venom. I just didn't think it was the strongest foot forward for the teaser. Mm-hmm. Um, they've hold- held back a they, lot of footage. They just finished filming yeah. you know, quite recently. Yeah. So very this, this they were put together yeah. very quickly. Yeah. I don't think that they would have had any real kind of special effects done. So like, yeah. it's not surprising that they wouldn't have. I get have the a- feeling that all those shots with big action stuff happening are missing a lot of special effects because yeah. it just seems like there's invisible stuff happening. Like when we originally saw the Avengers footage and the streets were all just blowing up and we later found out it was because the aliens were invading. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like, a, like kind of a proof of concept tone thing. I, I, I dug it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, moving on. We've got the, what is this, fifth or sixth Mission Impossible now? Is this seven? It's the 18th, actually. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So Ghost Protocol was four. And the other one was five. I think so it's six. six. Yeah, six. Rogue Nation was five. Yeah, yeah. Six. yeah. I'm pretty sure this is six. So this is, is. Uh, uh, number six. Fallout. Um, ben, you said something interesting when we were watching this on uh, Wednesday, I think. Um, which is that you said you re- this sucks. If, if you really thought about it, you couldn't tell me one thing about Ethan Hunt. Yeah, yeah. He's such a generic character. There's nothing there other than he's. He seems like a little like he's trying to kill himself with really crazy stunts. <laughs> or maybe yeah. that's just Tom yeah. Cruise. Just Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> he's got no depth. As Everything a about him is Tom Cruise. The only one that tried to give him depth was Mission Impossible Three. That was J.J. Abrams' directorial debut, and he had the wife and this. That's yeah, so Michelle Monaghan. That was really cool. Give him like, a wife to fridge. That that it, it, like it was at least something, you know? Um, yeah, I just it it that really kind of 
I don't know if I'd say shook me because after um, the fourth Mission Impossible, I wasn't really around this franchise. I um, like the fourth one. But I know you did. My favorite, absolutely. Really? That's a yeah. dope movie. Brad Bird, man, I think he nailed that movie yeah. so hard. The um, three and four, that man. skyscraper, skyscraper climb. Rogue Nation didn't do much for me, but three and four. I, I enjoyed great. Rogue Nation more than I enjoyed really? four. For me, there was um, God. It's been so long since I've seen it, but it was so cheesy. Um, I hated um, uh, Jeremy Renner in it. I really disliked him in that. I, I found his lines. Well, you'd be inc- happy that he's not in this one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I found his lines incredibly just uh, cheesy, lazy writing. Um, yeah, number four really didn't do it for me. What about this one though? Like, what did you guys think of this trailer? Look, this looks really awesome. And if and if you're if you're approaching it as um, just a, an action film, good time, then yeah, you're gonna get what you're looking for. Mission Impossible Six, action film, good time. It yeah. basically looks like that. The yeah. um the the CGI moustache cool. technology is out of this world. The, <laughs> I don't even know the, how they did it. The leaps and forwards they've been able to make <laughs> in the past couple of months are amazing. Yeah, that that moustache that um our friend Superman Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill is bearing in this uh, it, it's just I just giggle. It's genuinely giggle. it's bushy. Like it it I I get what they're saying. They can't share that. That off. they would have to have recreated his whole top lip for Justice League. Because that that's well, got an overhang. They yeah, they uh, did. That moustache is an overhang. Do you see? Do you see? Recently, someone at home just like removed it on their yeah. computer. It looks um, better with that like deep fake technology, and it yeah, it looks so much better. Yeah, so funny. Of course, it does. Ridiculous. Um, I will say one thing I noticed is uh, there's like this cut. There's like the last few shots of this. It's like Tom Cruise in perilous situation. One. Two, three, four, five, six. He's in a car. He's on a helicopter. Okay. He's on a mountain. You have to, to clarify what He's you mean by this. just counting. Like, just like, it was just like, like seven, like seven or seven, seven different scenes of him in just, really uh, like stunt situations. About to collide with something or and, has and, just collided with something. In one way, I thought this is really cheesy and this is overdone. And another way, I was like, Hell yes, That's the son. whole point of the series. Bring it on. Mm. I mean, that we will inevitably get the marketing campaign at some point about the big stunt in the film and how he decided to do it. We've already live. got it. We've, we've already, we already did the late night shows showing how he broke his ankle in that shot. Yeah, that's true. And how he's doing his own stunt piloting with the helicopter. They're um, just going to perish one of these movies. It's like 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they're going to pump that movie harder than ever. Yeah. It's like every Mission they're Impossible. Every, yeah, every Mission Impossible is like, look at what we got Tom Cruise <laughs> yeah. to do this time. They're like, he's going to do yeah. it this time. He's, Have you heard that he's, uh, he's can, apparently considering leaving uh, Scientology? What? Yeah. No. No way. Our exalted leader. <laughs> what am I going to do now? <laughs> I followed him. Yeah. Hold him to the Anunnaki. Uh, you know what? That's not what really interests me. What interests me is I want to know what Scientology is going to release on him if he does leave. Oh, because so they must have some fucking dirt serious on serious dirt. Where are the bodies. Yeah. Next trailer. <laughs> um, a quiet place. So this is uh, Joe Kransky. John, John Krasinski. <laughs> Joe Kransky <laughs> and Emily Blunt. And Emily Blunt. Uh, what 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 would you guys compare this to? I'd compare it to maybe like uh, M Night Shyamalan, The Village, um, The Happening, with a little bit of The Road in there as well. Do you know well. what it reminded me of? The look of it reminded me of was that um, Joel Edgerton film that came out recently. Not a lot of people liked it because they didn't. The, they felt like the marketing had deceived them. Mm, it comes at night. It comes at night. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said as the trailer started. Yeah. Oh yeah, did you? <laughs> <laughs> um, very much reminiscent of that. Um, yeah, oh, I said it looks like Shyamalan's It Comes at Night, 
by which I mean like a kind of a crappy blockbuster version of it. A little more saturated in the colors and whatnot. Yeah, I, this Look, looks I'm... like one of those kind of bigger budget, uh, more mainstream scary movies yeah. that um, I think are pretty hit and miss. Yep. Um, this looks like it would work better on Netflix or something than in the cinema. Look, I'm going to give this a, a, a shot. Because I, I like the cast, yeah, so. I like the concept, and I like the look of it. So the concept is like these creatures, they're sort of in this post-apocalyptic world or something, and these creatures can... Why does it have to be post-apocalyptic? Well, it doesn't necessarily, but it kind of didn't look like the everyday world. No, it didn't. Um, um, so yeah, you got served. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, look, I, I just... And, what, and these creatures are kind of in the woods following them, and this little family of four communicates very quietly or with sign language. Yeah, so the, the, the concept behind it is that they're not allowed to make any noise, otherwise something will get them. Um, it feels very contrived. And the little kid fucks up in the video. Multiple times. I, I'm, I'm confused as to why you, you seem so against this film. I'm not against it, I just... I don't know. I don't think. This, Why are you against it, man? I don't Why do think, you hate I, look, this the, film? The one it reminds me of, which is a really random comparison, but is uh, Passengers as like kind of this Passengers. Yeah, this kind of like big, uh, you know, mainstream, big stars, a bigger budget kind of um, original of idea. A, Not yeah. a rip off of anything. Like, I don't think they're similar at all. But um, it just kind of reminds me of that as something that's probably going to have had like a lot of studio interference in it, mm. um, despite looking like more of an original thing. Um, yeah, I don't know, something about it just doesn't... Uh, I don't know how long they'll be able to really string that premise out either. Yeah. I can see... It's going to be one of those things like I Am Legend, another one that kind of reminds me of actually. Yes. Big budget, scary thing. And yes. then you get the creature and it's like, man, whatever. Yeah. I probably have some agree with you little there. happy ending on it, you know. Was it a happy ending? Did uh, he die? Happy, yeah, yeah. One of, the, one of them was happy, yeah. <laughs> one of them wasn't. That yeah. movie's got weird. Anyway. Um, no, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I can very much see that, you know, this feels like it should have more of a nihilistic ending, but they'll probably go with a big show off between John Krasinski and the, and the, the beast or whatever. Um, and uh, you know, if that does happen, yeah, I'll be disappointed. But I think for whatever reason, I have faith in this film. Yeah. Joe Kransky. Something I don't have faith in, or I don't have to have faith in it. Cause I know exactly what it's going to be like is the new skyscraper film. Mm. The new skyscraper film. No, it's the no, it's the new John. Or no, I was going to say John Wayne. John Wayne Jameson. John Dwayneson. <laughs> John Wayne. Holy fuck. Uh, Joking Phoenix. John Jameson. Dwayne Johnson film. The Rock. This likes looks like the most generic Dwayne Johnson film yet. I, I don't even know. Like what you even mean by generic. So, it's it's an amputee. Generic, it's ridiculous. Like, is what it looks generic like. Generic, as in like, what would you expect The Rock to do? This is like just spat out. <laughs> it's spat like, out it's of an like, algorithm. We've done so many like. Die hard on a bus, die hard on a boat, die hard on a plane. Now we're back to die hard in the skyscraper. <laughs> it's a. I just. This is this has the same aesthetic and the same feel as San Andreas and yep. um and and a couple of other films that he's done. What I feel as though has happened is that he has discovered that I can make a shit ton of money making very very kind of template esque films. Um, and, and repeat. This is going to. The what is going to make this successful is his brand. Yeah, has fuck all to do with whether it's a good you film or not. I guarantee you. Insert any other actor in here, and this falls apart immediately. Immediately, and I mean, if he can get away with it, all the more power to him. Fuck it, he will. 
Same yeah. shit. Like you know what? Get away with this one. Yeah. Do you know if if they had uh, replaced Gerard Butler with um, The Rock in in Geostorm, this would have felt the exact same. Oof, yeah, that would have been better. Yeah, that would have been definitely cool. anything where you replace Gerard Butler with The Rock would be better. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's just, I don't know why you hate Gerard Butler so much. Don't like him, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so irrationally, like, so, um, but yeah, this, like, it's, I think that this might be one of the last times he can do it, though. Because it's, it's, it's that, that's one thing I thought as well, man. It was like, Baywatch was the first chink in his armor, I yeah, think. Yeah. But then Jumanji came along. Well, yeah. And has done unbelievably well. But if Jumanji hadn't done as well, Let's say Jumanji had bombed. There would have been, sure. you know, there would be a conversation to say that maybe the the rock brand it didn't. Is, so there isn't. There it is. did so so well. But this one for me felt like, oh, am I getting overexposed yeah. to the rock? Here's here's a question I have for you guys. Do you ever think he will be, you know, I say in quotations, a credible actor? No. Well, I mean, like he's a he's a superstar. He's not an actor. He is he has transcended. Yeah, well, his his thing is his brand. Yeah, he. I I can't think of a single, um, you know, movie that he has been in where I've been like, oh, the acting ability of The Rock is really up there. Like Scorpion King. Yeah. Oh, I um, take it back. I reckon but he might you, have it in him. I wouldn't be surprised if one day he does like a, yeah. you know, like Arnie's done some serious yeah, stuff yeah. in his later work. And it's funny because I can see that out of someone like John Cena, who's come from a very similar background. Like I can see the not only the superstar potential but also i can see the actual chops in in cena mm. which i'd be i'd i'd far quicker say that he would have a more serious role than than the rock because I, I just at this point i don't see him being able to branch out yeah doesn't I'm, need to at this point doesn't look like he's looking to oh i mean like if you're still making that much money out of doing this then why would you mm. all right that was too much time for that trailer Way too much. Um, the next one is The Titan. All right, next trailer is... Um... <laughs> this is uh, the return of our... Wait, was this a trailer or a short film? Like... Yeah, what <laughs> Holy the hell? fuck. So this is, this is Sam Worthington um, back as uh, his character from Avatar. Avatar. Um, Any movie would be made better if you replaced Sam Worthington with Gerard Butler. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was like... I, I kind of dug the original premise. I love the idea of a horror film because I, I, you know what I, when I was watching this trailer, I thought this is going to be a horror film that, that takes place on Titan. Like something's going to go wrong in Titan and it's either going to be kind of like Mars or, um, you know, something like that. Um, but <laughs> this, I just, I just went blank. You know, like when you, when you what, break what, it down, there's some really cool ideas in here. You yeah, know, that's what the I was getting Earth at. Is, the Earth needs <laughs> to be abandoned. Just... They need to create these superhumans to go to yeah. Titan mm. to be able to adapt to that environment. Whatever. There's some really cool ingredients in here. Unfortunately, there's two issues that I have. Number one, the look of it is awful. The production design is awful. The CGI is awful. Number two, this trailer, as Benny said. It's a short film. Gave away everything, I felt. At least 85% of this film. Or the main threads, the main bullet points, yeah. the main anchors of the story. It seems like it, yeah. It is like a 20% chance that there is more to this movie than we know, and this trailer's not leading on to that. But it feels like it's a bad movie, so they're like, let's just chuck it all in. And How? for me, I, I'm, I, you've shown me too much, and you've, you've, you've blown your load, and that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> 
like uh, I, I'm not interested. Mm. If you had pulled it back a little bit, maybe you know, held onto that load. Yeah, what they should have done, and that would have been cool. And this is the concept that I enjoyed about this film is that it's it takes place during the training and the transformation there. Like that, that's where the horror kind of takes place. We don't have the budget within like a facility. <laughs> um, that I find to be interesting, but the idea that you you got to see just everything. Like if they had just focused a little bit of a teaser on, you know, you know what they should have done? They should have done what they did with life, which is just release mm, a, scene a, or something. A, a scene, a really intense scene that gives you an idea of what you're dealing with, but gives you no more than that. Yeah. Because I, I dug life and I was, that marketing campaign that they did totally it had me sucked me. in. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I found really impressive about that movie while we're on it is, <laughs> um, is the, oh, no, I'm not even going to get into it. Why? You gave me the look, the oh. look of like the tangent look. <laughs> like, <laughs> the don't, tangent don't, look. don't take us off into a tangent. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to do it anyways. Fuck you. Um, was the fact that with that marketing material, I got so pumped for that one scene and they still were able to deliver that scene and then some. Yeah. Big time, man. Like that scene got more intense, which yeah. for me was just mind blowing. Go listen to our life review in 2017 AD. <laughs> Correct. The <laughs> <laughs> next trailer. Ah, Jessica Jones, season two, the Marvel Netflix. Getting a lot machine. more, like this trailer very much revolves around Jessica Jones mm. and her background, all that she's gone through. And everything up until this trailer has left me, eh. I love this. trailer was really threadbare. It was just yeah. like her drinking and sitting on trains yeah. and stuff. I was like, what is this? I mean, what is this a deleted scene from season one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but having said that, this is, there's not much to this as well. There's no villain reveal. There's well, no... Well, I, but they, they, they tease the villain. Yeah, they tease the villain. They, well, yeah, they very tease. distinctly, which I thought was really cool. Like, there's like another <laughs> evil Jessica Jones thing out there. I'm very excited for this. I love season one. Um, we've had a few ropey moments along the way, um, yeah. including the defenders. But uh, so would you? Sorry, sorry, you were tasked with picking out a ropey moment, and you picked defenders. The, the defenders, yeah. How is Iron Fist not your first? Yeah, go-to? yeah, Iron Fist as well. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So I found Defenders was not that bad, particularly no, coming off the coattails of, it, of. It was just very. Eh, it just didn't. It felt like it. the The hype of it felt like Avengers, but the actual product just felt mm. very. But this one, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, very, I very it was excited. really cool. Much more cinematic um, than the first. Well put together. There's clearly a big focus on trauma still. So. A lot yeah. of people were worried about if the show would have the same thematic weight after kind of dealing with the Kilgrave stuff in the first one. Um, but then we see at the end of this, of course, Kilgrave is involved somehow. Um, well, again, the, we're assuming it's Kilgrave. No, I'm not assuming it's Kilgrave. We've, we've talked about the set photos with David Tennant. Oh, we know he's on there. I just don't know if the guy clapping is. <laughs> well, yeah, the the purple like, light comes on and she yeah, starts clapping. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so it'll be cool. I, we were assuming Kilgrave will be like some kind of mental thing, like just the scars from the past or something. Okay. But uh, we'll see where that goes. Very cool. And uh, they tease Hellcat a bit more, which is yep. good because um, Trish Walker has been heavily involved with uh, the Netflix stuff so far. But 
um, it'd be cool to see her kind of suit up and become that character at some point. I agree. Bring it on. I hope it's as good as the first one. Love season one. Same. Yeah, I'm down for it. So finally, this is not a, a, a movie trailer as such, but we um, we were going through a bunch of the uh, Super Bowl um, TV spots for kind of films and stuff. There's a we and we didn't talk about this. There's a new Infinity trailer. Oh, Infinity War, Infinity War, yeah. Infinity War, yeah. Um, so there's always a TV spot, really. Mm, um, thirty seconds, not much in it. Cap has some shield gauntlets. Yeah, cool. some people were were getting a bit iffy about his little shield things, and I love it. I was down with it. I thought it was really cool. Um, it looks fierce. Yeah. It does look fierce, does. yes. Um, and some other ones. But there's also some trailers. And, and, and George, we were talking about this, about how, how brilliant American advertising is compared to Australian advertising. Like it's such a, a serious industry there. Yeah. And there's very few firms that can really compete with that in Australia. I yeah. Think, I think it's called The Monkees is probably one that, that, mm-hmm. that is able to... Um, even both to come close, but there was one one ad called "It's a Tide Ad" with um, Barbara, yeah, which was genuinely one of the funniest things I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, I think we watched it like what twice in a row. <laughs> oh man, I love this trailer. Yeah, I mean this ad ad. Like it's an it ad, is, yeah. It, it, it is it, just so funny, and I love that David Harbour is getting this kind of exposure, especially with him taking on the role of Hellboy. Yeah. Like, get this man in the spotlight, and he fucking nailed this ad. So like, he good. is so funny in yeah. this. He's been killing it lately on social media. Like, I think he's... Like, people have been asking him to do things. He'd be like, yeah, if you get 125,000 retweets, I'll do it. Like, I think he's officiating someone's wedding <laughs> soon. Brilliant. <laughs> So yeah, adapting, I, I, I yeah. love David Harbour. I just I ever love since this the ad. dancing meme from uh, Stranger Things season two. Yeah, like he saw his moment and he seized yeah. it. It's great. <laughs> well done to him. Yeah, what a guy. Yeah. Anyway, check out this ad. If you can check out one one trailer from this week, check out that one. This is content of the week. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. guys, go check this out. It's a tied ad. This should have, this should have been all of our. What have we been watching? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just. I want to watch it right now. Let's stop this live stream. <laughs> um. All right. Where are we going from here, George? We're going on a journey to Tatooine and beyond in Georgia Star Wars Corner. Welcome, everyone. We have a trailer for Solo. Damn, we've been waiting for this trailer for a long time. So long. Is this like three or four months out now? Yeah. We're waiting for the trailer out. longer than we'll, we'll be waiting for the movie. Yeah. 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 So um, so we got two uh, trailers or teasers, whatever these are. I don't even one's know a teaser, one's a trailer. Them. So one with... Very little Han Solo, which um, is the teaser. Is the teaser, and then one with a decent amount of Han Solo. It's a little bit more. Is that Han Solo? Oh, <laughs> supposedly. Hashtag oh, wow. not my Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's let's quickly go through what you guys thought when you first saw the teaser. I know for one thing, I was actually quite excited about it. It. I loved the soundtrack on it. I loved the aesthetic. I loved the way it looked. Gorgeous. I love the and, sound design. When he's, yeah, when he's like editing. clicking, he's clicking the mm. the knob, the yeah. the ship knobs and whatnot at the front, and it's like almost like a countdown. It's like yeah. three, two, one. Are you a yeah. pilot, George? Huh? <laughs> You're a pilot, are you? And then you turn. You know about the, the ship knob. knobs? Yeah, yeah. The knob. <laughs> Knows all um, about them. The ship knob. I think what is everyone's favorite part of that trailer is fucking Lando. Yeah, man. Oh, that coat. Correct. Just give me more Gambino as Lando. And the train with the the, the fight on the top with the eagle dude, the Mandalorian mm. eagle guy. I mm. have no idea who that guy is, but give me some of that. Yeah, so this was 
an absolutely brilliant 30-second slot at, at giving kind of just a little bit of a taste of the aesthetic, um, and you got to see Han Solo just at the very end. So I was I was super pumped for this. I was really interested to see what they were going to do with full two minutes. Um, and then the next day we got that uh, that trailer. You you sound like very down on the trailer. <laughs> I'm just not as impressed as I feel as I should be with that. I I really like both. I think so, I was most taken by the look of the film, which. Um, really blew me away i did yeah. not expect this movie coming now from ron howard um to look this good obviously he would didn't set the visual tone of it but i just had ron howard in my mind yeah. and then this comes along i was like holy crap this looks i think better than um probably anything they've done so far i in think new so Star as well. Wars movies yeah i think it looks like blade runner 2049 like it yeah. just has so a saturated beautiful look yeah. Um, really great color palette. Like it, it's, it's, um, but it's like a lot of grays and, and it, browns. It, it, it's not very much like a, a striking color palette in that way, but it is very much like a, I don't even know how to describe it, like a deep. But it feels like what I think they've achieved brilliantly in this is like, it doesn't feel like The Last Jedi, The Force Awakens shininess. It still feels older. Mm. You know, maybe it doesn't feel like the same as A New Hope because it's not the 70s. Mm. But it has that, it feels older. It feels like in the past. I really dug that about it. Mm. Um, I really like this trailer. I'm very, very happy. I, I think, you know, one concern I have is Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo. None of the moments he was speaking or acting really lent itself to being like, oh, that's Han Solo. I don't like, mind his little gag at the end. The one line that really bothered me because it felt, there's like a big lack of self-awareness to it was like, He's like, they kick me out for having a mind of my own. I'm like, what does what does that even? Yeah, like I get we're dealing with a, a Han Solo before he becomes woke, which is the inherent problem with prequels. But it was odd. Yeah, I, I hope they'll be able to navigate it through. But maybe, maybe the Han Solo thing isn't like the the lead character of this isn't going to be the X factor of this film, and maybe everything else around him. Because for me, that's what I'm getting right now. Yeah. Um. So I think that. The, something that I've, I've noticed with some fans of Star Wars, what they've been saying is that this is not him playing um, Harrison Ford. This is him playing Han Solo. Um, and I think that there's some credibility to that. Um, you know, I think that, you know, being able to take the character in a little bit of, it, of its own direction is an interesting thing to do. Having said that, I would have still preferred to feel as though. I was watching a younger Han Solo or a younger Harrison Ford. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel that. Uh, yeah, I'm not precious enough about Star Wars, I think, that not to say that as is a bad thing, but it's just not as much my thing that I think it would worry me too much for this film on its own. Mm. Um, I just inherently didn't find that character to be too interesting, but this movie looks cool, so that's yeah. kind of... Yeah, yeah, that's very much what I'm getting. Like, I, I could give two shits about Han Solo. I, yeah. I will watch this film and probably enjoy the aesthetic of it. Um, I did I'd want... Probably the story, like the bounty hunters, the See, teaming up. I nope. think it's going to be cool. I, I wanted to throw... As soon as uh, um, Woody, Harrelson. Woody Harrelson was like, I'm putting together a team, that line made me want to throw my laptop across the room. I was Damn. so pissed off. Damn. I was like, could have you found you a more the Avengers that much, do you? <laughs> I mean, just it, 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 it's gotten to a point that that was 10 years ago or close to that they, that they popped that line out six years ago, six years ago, whatever. <laughs> um, and maybe my, my, 
uh, tolerance for that kind of thing was a little bit different then. I also think that the tone is different. Like this is, you know, the Marvel, that kind of, that kind of cheesy line seems to fit a little bit more. I wasn't actually comparing this to the Avengers. It's well, I know, I know you're, but like, I mean, just, I, I feel like it's a legitimate thing to say. Like in this, it just felt so against. I don't like the idea of um, Woody Harrelson as like a mentor figure to Han Solo. I don't know what they're going to do with that. It's like, that, is that how he learned to become like a scoundrel? scoundrel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is. Yeah. Hopefully by the end of this movie, old Nirenreich like shaves his head to look like Woody Harrelson's little flappy hair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm really pumped for this though. I'm all my, I've got to say kudos to Lord and Miller for giving this film an absolutely stunning look mm. because there's no way Ron Howard would have had the time in since he's come on board with this project to really change the look. I mean, the new millennium Falcon, I, that that Apple Millennium Falcon, like that looks absolutely stunning. I attribute that all to Lord and Miller. Yeah, Howard did just come out and say that their fingerprints are all over this film for yeah. what it's worth, um, which is cool of him. Too. And they've just, they've just got those guys. Just have X Factor, man. They have X Factor. It, it'll be interesting. I think that fans of Lord and Miller will attribute everything great about this film to yeah. them, and everything bad about it to Ron Howard, yep. and and. Fans of Ron Howard will do the exact opposite. Exactly. I don't think you'll ever be able to pinpoint fans of Ron Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, you know, you know what I mean. Like people that that support Lord yeah, Miller yeah. and people that you know kind of support Kathleen Kennedy and, and kick him off, whatever have you. Um, I think we'll 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 do that. I think it's the same thing that happened with um, uh, Snyder and and Whedon. Um, you know, people just attribute different. Like, but you'll never know. You'll never be able to tell with any kind of amount of certainty who really influenced what in this film. You're probably right about the general aesthetic or or at least the look of the CGI heavy scenes just because I don't know. Well, just the production design, the sets. I mean, that would have all been on Lord and Miller. They wouldn't have had time to go and design more stuff. Yeah, that was well, a they, lot. They got, they got fired in what, like April? Like almost a year ago? Like It's a big machine. I reckon they could have done quite a bit in that time. And, and they were reshooting as early as just before Christmas. Yeah, they had four months of reshoots, but I don't know. I, I don't know. For me, I, I, I choose to believe they that. They pretty much redid the whole production, but they didn't redo all the pre-production. Yeah. That would have all been pretty set. Yeah, I think it just takes so long to do that pre-production, and there's a reason why the studio's like... I mean, if you look at the you Prometheus, if you look at the Prometheus documentary, those guys were concept doing concept art before the, like, the script was yeah. even done and the concept art was influencing the script. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's what George Lucas, that's the model that George Lucas brought forward. Um, so now for bring me, out the Lord and Miller cut. <laughs> 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 that's definitely never happening. Um, well, any, yeah. any other comments about Solo, a Star Wars tale? Still not, still, I'd still rather not have it. Um, I want it. Yeah. Look, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll be probably impressed by the look of it. I hope, I hope that it just, it, it surprises me. I hope it, it comes out and it's awesome and, and yay. Great for Star Wars. There's no doubt there's going to be those moments where it's like, huh. Yeah, that's an interesting. Am I on board? Yeah. Mm. Um, it's going to be at least six of those. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it, probably going to be one you, you'll actually come out of and like quite a lot and then time will go by and be like, damn it, I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. Which is kind of what happened, Hopefully. a little bit what have happened with me with Rogue One, because I walked out of Rogue One really impressed with that film. And I've kind of come down on a little bit. Rouge One. Yeah, not nearly as much as you two, but... 
I love that they're not doing that handheld look that they did with Rogue One. I'm glad they're going for a very slick, mm. almost David Fincher-y kind of look. I don't like the John Williams stuff at the end of the trailer. Um, the like reinterpretation of the theme. Just just evoking that at all. I, they're doing such different stuff with this film. I don't like that he's coming back to do a theme. I don't like, I don't that, they like put that his theme music at all. in there. I like yeah. the other music in the trailer. I love yeah. that. It was really cool. I love the more electronic sound design mm. that they have in it. Really yeah. sick. And, and not something that I expected from John Williams. And happy birthday to John Williams. He's 86 this week. Well done. 86. Well, well done on you, John Williams, for yeah. living that Illustrious life. career. Mm. Yeah, look, I, I'm... God, I'm so conflicted by this film. There's some big news about Star Wars this week as well, didn't we? Yeah. And you've another couple pieces. Um, just quickly, uh, George Lucas lent some advice on the set of Solo, A Star Wars Tale. Um, that's pretty cool. So. <laughs> <Is it>? um, <laughs> Uh, from Kathleen Kennedy, a quote from her, um, you know, George Lucas went to hang out on the set of, uh, Solo and, um, when Ron Howard was directing it and Kathleen Kennedy said he had intended to just kind of stop by and say hi and he stayed for five hours. Damn. Um, there's even one little moment in a scene that I can't tell you what, sorry, but in the scene on the Millennium Falcon when George said, why doesn't Han just do this? So... George Lucas back in the hot seat. Do you reckon that directing just, a Star Wars film? Do you reckon like Ron's like, okay, George, we'll definitely do that. Thank okay, you, thank uh, you, George. Yeah, Looking you, at his watch, like, yeah. Oh my god, do, get rid of right, this guy. Yeah, Eccleston, do, do do the scene. George is just like, do you want to do you want to turn the no, cameras on? Done that. No, no, no. You got to turn the cameras on. But they've no, got no, him no, on no, like fine. they've got him on like the Lord and Miller set. Yeah, yeah. while everyone's <laughs> off directing the actual movie on the other one, he's like, oh, no, completely yeah, mirroring each other. It's just he's just got little figurines that he's moving around, but like, and there, fake redhead guy with a Ron Howard cap on. Ron, you fucked up. Uh, so that, that's that's uh, you know a nice gesture to bring him on. Uh, Such a sympathy, be like. Uh, <laughs> Lucas said, "Why doesn't Han just do this?" And Kathleen said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, she's never she hasn't said it whether it'll actually be in the film. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's just said that he suggested something, not yeah. that they actually listened yeah. to it. it it's <laughs> it's going to make a great deleted scene. Oh, I love funny. the idea that he gave advice and Kathleen was like. Mm. Thank you for giving yeah. advice. And she's George. talking about and it, just but did not acknowledge it after that. And she's acknowledging that that's happened, but she didn't actually say whether that will actually be in the final <laughs> in the film. film. Yeah, that's funny. Such that's a like, funny. if you ever come onto my set again, George, and fuck shit up. That's a massive fuck you. I I, I wonder if like because it, again, it sounds as though she said like it could be taken either way. She's either said yeah, f- he stayed for five hours, which is really awesome, or it's like he was meant to there, be there for like. Five minutes, and yeah. we could not get rid of the guy. Like, uh, yeah. he's there for five hours. Yeah. <laughs> it could have gone either way. Like, it's just such That's a good funny. quote. That's funny. And then another really cool piece of Star Wars news. Um, uh, Game of Thrones series cre- creators to write and produce a new series of Star Wars films. Very interesting here in that we have already know that Ryan Johnson is going to do another trilogy. So we've got two new trilogies. <laughs> the Ryan so- Johnson one was already like... Okay, wow, slow down. Yeah. And now what Benny Off and Weiss is it? Yeah. It's like let's let's go. This is interesting because a lot of people have been talking about Star Wars kind of shying away from the standalones because it doesn't seem to have worked so far. The um, the, the the Star Wars stories ones. Yeah. Um and and they said that because of the scale of the universe and the scale of the stories, writers have preferred to look at trilogies. Yeah. Okay. Um which you know what? I think that's fine. Um, I think that within the context of this universe, I'd, I'd probably tend to agree. Um, I could have, 
probably done without Rogue One, and I, I definitely could have just never even heard of Solo. Do you think these guys as TV people have the bandwidth or experience to do film? Game of Thrones. Yes. Each, each Game of Thrones episode is like a, a movie onto itself. I think yeah, it's that bigger be than fine. most movie productions, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a season of that stuff. Okay, that's yeah. that question answered. You fool. And second question is, I'm going to bet zero Australian dollars one of these, either Ryan Johnson or this one, has got to be KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic. Is that a question? It's got to be. It's got well, it, to be. It's not one or the other because one of them is definitely not. Well, yeah, Ryan Johnson. So it's isn't. it's either. But you never know with Ryan Johnson. He's Sorry, milking, milking creatures and. Yeah, I um, yeah, it could be. They've been very kind of the the thing is that it's going to be films. It's they haven't really said where it's going to be. Um, do you think they're going back? What do you think they're going forward? I think back. They're going sideways. I think I think it's entirely possible that this that this is Knights of the Old Republic or something very similar. Seems like it'd be up there early. Mm, um I think so. Yeah. I'd almost be keen for like a um a series. Like a like an actual series. Yeah. Like Game of Thrones. Well, we we haven't got it here, but you know, there's a lot coming. There's a lot well, coming this yeah, week. Yeah, um a Disney CEO Bob Iger also said this week. Um, that they are developing not just one, but a few Star Wars series specifically for the Disney direct-to-consumer app. So that um, Netflix competitor that they're talking yeah. about. Um, we've been talking about a Star Wars series for a long time, but um, it could actually happen with this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know. Pretty interesting. Well, that's it for Georgia Star Wars Corner. <laughs> and uh, on to our final segment of the week. Question of the week. Do we have a question this week? Uh, I've got one. Thanks, George. What's your favorite Marvel MCU film? Really? Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe <sighs> film. Uh, favorite one? Favorite. <clears throat> Civil War. Civil War. Very confidently not. <laughs> Did I just steal yours then? No. Um, I will say Captain America, the first Avenger. Really? really? Joe yeah. Johnson. Uh yeah yeah interesting mm. how come I don't know I just think that's a a perfect little enclosed origin tale um with with an amazing lead character who is uh, just so well drawn and is probably the most heroic uh, character that the the series has seen in in that movie it know? is it is interesting because as I said I just I watched it um I think it would have been last night. Mm. Um, it is a really, it's a solid superhero film. And I don't think it gets enough credit. I think people remember it a little differently than it actually is. Yeah. I think it holds up so well. The, um, one of the things I noticed is that in that film, he is really painted as this kind of heroic character, but he becomes so lame in Avengers. Yeah. Avengers is no good for him. Um, but like in, in Captain America, like when he jumps on that dummy grenade, that's just everything you ever need to know about that character. And it is so perfect. Yeah. And it's also got, um, uh, like Stanley Tucci and Tommy Lee Jones are amazing mm. in that movie. Oh, I, I forget I every love time. Stanley Tucci every time in I come, that. Yeah, amazing. But you, 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 kill you got tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I found that he is um, John Krasinski's um, brother-in-law. Really? He he married Emily Blunt's uh, older sister. Wow. After the death of his previous wife. Suspicious. Damn. Mm. Um, and uh, Red Skull. I love Hugo Weaving as Red Skull so much. And uh, just the ending with Haley Atwell and the 
yeah. the phone it's, conversation, it, yeah, the yeah. plane going down. I've seen the most emotional moment in the MCU. I was thinking about this in terms of because you you well you you know that he's not dead. Like he, he comes back for the rest of the films, all that kind mm. of stuff. It's it's very clear that they had to come up with some sense of loss. If he's going to go into the ice, there needs to be emotional impact and and to have it as like to have their relationship deteriorate before it had even begun that i thought was really ingenious on their part to give that emotional impact because otherwise you're just like oh he's gonna wake up in 70 years whatever but to have it that that he actually lost something mm. i think is really important and then really good that's my favorite i'd say winter soldier is the best and i would say civil war is the most miraculous mm. so captain america series is doing he's well got it yeah, I suppose like mm. George. Um, I've got to go with Ant Man. Nice. I mm. love that movie. I, I don't know. I would I just, probably say Ant Man after directly watching Ant Man. I would probably. Say I just that. think I'm just scrolling through Wikipedia now, and Ant Man's just at the top for me. I just think they just completely nailed that, and with mm. all the trials and tribulations of Edgar Wright leaving the production, and everyone saying this is doomed, this is doomed. Who's this Peyton Reed mm. guy? He came on board. Knocked it out of the park. I've got the score going through my head right now. That movie's so fun. It's mm. so good. Michael Pena's great. Amazing. T.I. is great. Their whole T.I. Crew. is great. How many like, movies <laughs> say that about? <laughs> like, just worked on every level. And I have never been interested in Ant-Man before. Mm. Um, and Oh, yeah. Why would you? I love him. Yeah. I, will, I will say, on top of that, what the most... Because I, I think it needs to be mentioned in this list. Um, the one that I was, I remember watching in the theater and being the most awestruck by and the most, I guess, impressed was the first Avengers. I, I just, I remember so distinctly watching that and, and, and just being blown away by was, the scale of it, by the... It was it, a moment. It yeah. was like, it was like, I've never seen anything like this before. Oh, yeah. I just... I, I so distinctly remember watching the first time I, uh, I saw that scene in the woods where Thor hits um, Captain America's ha- uh, um, mm. shield and it just blows shit up. And I just like the sound and being in the theater and then seeing that and just having my mind melt in my yeah. skull, just like fucking. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think there was any other because Civil War was very much the same. Yeah, and um, Age of Ultron didn't quite eclipse that, but I think Infinity War feels like the next evolution yeah, of that. Yeah, but I don't think any of them will ever... Because we, we know what to expect now type thing. Like, it's just we, we can yeah. we can kind of garner ourselves. I don't think I ever really expected anything like that from out of Avengers. Like, it just... It was so next level for me. Yeah. Well, we've got Black Panther next week. Hell It's going to be fun. Yes. yes. Once again, if you're in Sydney town, come on over. Old to Sydney Town. Randwick. Uh 7 p.m. on Wednesday. You know us up. All right. We'll be back next week. We'll be, we'll be back. <laughs> ne- <laughs> Nearly oh. made it through the entire Got thing. <laughs> we'll be back next week with another amazing episode oh. of the Weekly Movie Show with the boys Connor. Fairly well. And Ben Ease. It's a tight end.